Welcome to Convention Pulpit, Wesleyan Voices Past and Present, brought to you through the Ministry of Inner Church Holiness Convention. Visit our website for an entire library of great sermons and more information on this ministry, www.ihconvention.com. featured speaker for today's Convention Pulpit podcast was known as the Stuttering Preacher, August Lelf. He would travel around from camp meeting to camp meeting many times, spending the night in his big car. There's no sermon title for what you're about to hear, but it was preached back in the early 80s at a God's Bible School and College chapel service. The Spirit of God descended that morning, and you're going to enjoy what you're about to hear. I don't want to take for granted the heritage of holiness that has been passed on. I don't want to lose the fire. Good morning to you. Very happy to be with you here in this, uh, this chapel service here today. This reminds me of a school down in Grenada where we had two chapels every morning. Our classroom wasn't large enough. It'd only hold about 350, and then we'd have two chapel services because we had about 550 in school. It was a secondary school, and we'd have in our schoolroom just could accommodate about 350. And so we'd have, have, have two chapels with a half an hour break. Uh, Grenada, as you know, it's a, in, in the West Indies. And the last little island of the Windward Islands going south. And uh, the next would be uh, Trinidad and then South America. But uh, it's a wonderful little island. It's a very mountainous island. I was down there one year. One year to the day, and if the airplane wouldn't have, if he would have been on time, it almost been to the hour. But the airplane was late, so I had to stay a little overtime. <laughs> and it was, and I left there and I went to Dominica. But in Grenada, they they have need of secondary schools. I think about. Uh, 3,000 people got uh, out of grade schools, but they only had room for about 700 on the island, 700 on the island, so the rest just have to do without. You know, we have an opportunity. We can go on to school if we want. When I was a little boy, well, I didn't get to do that. I finished grade school, and then I stayed home and worked. And then when I got of age, then I got to go to uh, higher up in school, and maybe there's somebody else here of the same type, and I had a hard time. I've been, hadn't been reading all of those years and, and studying maybe like even I should have, but when I started back in school, I started studying, and I'd go to class, and my mind would just blank out. It just clear blank out. I couldn't even think. 
Couldn't even remember what the teacher said. <laughs> so I was having a quite a hard time of it, and it was getting so bad it wasn't getting any better. <laughs> and after I'd been there for some months, well, I decided it wasn't much use to me going to school with my mind blanking out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I went to my room one morning and I kneeled down by my by my chair. I'd had in mind I wasn't going, I, it just wouldn't pay me to go to school. And besides all of this, they had speech lesson in the morning. <laughs> and as you, you know, I stutter. But I'm glad the way the Lord has been helping me, but I used to stutter a whole lot. Some people don't realize that uh, you know, they hear me speak and they don't realize how bad I used to study. When I was small, I had the whooping cough. At two or three years of age, I had the whooping cough, and I had it so bad, my mother didn't think I was going to be able to talk again. And she waited and waited and waited for me to talk. And, and when I, then I start stuttering. And I've been at it ever since. <laughs> so I'm getting kind of used to it myself. <laughs> but uh, I used to stutter bad. When I, after I got saved, 10 years of age, <laughs> I'd want to give my testimony to other boys and girls, even smaller than I, how glowing testimonies they could give. But I'd have a hard time. <laughs> And I'd get up and I want to say, I know I'm still saved, you know, and sanctified. I get stuck on those F's. <laughs> and the V's and the B's and the uh, T's. If the stuttering man made up the alphabet, some of those letters never been in there. <laughs> They'd have never been in there. <laughs> They'd have never been in there. In f fact, all I have... Uh, trouble with is just uh, uh, 26 letters. <laughs> That's all I have trouble with. <laughs> but uh, when I was little, I used to listen at the dog when he went to bark. And I, you know, when I was little and I stuttered so bad, I'd think, sure, that dog would have to stutter a little bit. But he could bark all night long. Never stutter. We had seven dogs. All seven could bark all night long, never stutter a time. And then we had some cows. And the cow, I'd listen when I was a little boy. And that cow, she'd go to ball. And I'd listen at We had about a hundred of them. And I'd listen and not a one would stutter. Not a cow would stutter. Why does people have to stutter? Why can't an, an old cow stutter? Misery wants comfort, I guess. <laughs> then I think, how would a, a cow sound if she did? <laughs> then I'd have to laugh. I guess that's why a cow would look at me sometime when I'd go to stutter. <laughs> But but one day I went to the chicken house. And they say, Mother Hen wants to say, 
of Kadaka. But when she gets a little excited, she goes, cut, 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 And that helped me. <laughs> and that helped me. And, and, the, and the old, old rooster, when he goes, say, cock-a-doodle-doo, he gets kind of excited. He goes, cock, 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 cock-a-doodle-doo. And that helped me. But what did me more good was one day when I was reading God's Word. I read about that last night. You remember when Apostle Peter, he denied knowing the Lord three times. He swore to it, lay his hand, as it were, on the Bible. I don't know him. He got in awful bad shape spiritually. He's needing help. He's needing someone to help him. Who was it helped him? Was it the, the beloved John? No, it wasn't he. Who was it helped him? Oh, the Bible tells us. Who it was is that stuttering rooster. Who the Bible tells. You know how the rooster. How that rooster crowed. Yeah, I can see that rooster. He gets up, flap his wings. He gets up there. And he was stuttering so much. I don't know whether Apostle Peter understood one word that rooster said. But when he heard that rooster, the words of Jesus come to his heart. He went out and wept bitterly. It might be to many of you that scripture never did uh, reveal itself to you. But to me, that was such encouragement to me. When I was stuttering so bad, it just brought the comfort I was needing. I say, Lord, if they're not able to understand me, may it bring the words of Jesus to their heart. And that's all Peter needed. And he got back to God. Hallelujah. If we just mind him, he'll give us victory and help. God knows what we need. He knew, we never get enough salvation, never get enough of this to meet all of our needs. We just need him every day. We need him every hour. Hallelujah. I wouldn't want to be without him. <laughs> it was one time I was going to have to speak twice a day. I got started on something and I got switched over. I may not get back to it. <laughs> but uh, unless you remind me what it was. <laughs> but, uh, but I was uh, supposed to speak twice a day. It was a meeting Coming up some time later. I had already been there for a meeting some year before. I was going to have speak twice a day. Now to some speakers, that uh, is very uh, small, seems like. Some can speak three and four times a day. I have spoke three times a day. And I have spoke three times a day. When the next several days, <laughs> I wouldn't ache no more than if I had been beaten with a club. It seemed like every bone in my body ached. 
It was such a strain on me, such a strain on me. But I had this engagement coming up. And I had such a strain, I was wondering why I ever said yes. <laughs> I would come. Lord, how come me to say yes? And you know, I had that feeling like, you know, well, you know, when a test day come or exams come, I wish I could put it off another day or another week. Anyhow, that's the way it was with me. <laughs> When I was in school, you know, I'd like to put it off another week or another day. In f f fact, if it had been left up to me, I'd have never had a test day yet. <laughs> I'd have been putting it off. But the Lord didn't want me to have that dread. He didn't want me to have that dread. And so I was in another revival meeting at the time. And so the Lord gave me a dream. You know what I dreamed? <laughs> I dreamed I was a plowing up potatoes. It was harvest time, and I had my hands to the plow and the horse hooked to the plow. Maybe some of you have seen that, but that's what we used to do back home, you know, years ago. Have our hands to the plow and the horses hooked to the plow. And you really have to watch the row because the weeds and the grass and the... Uh, potato vines, they're all dried up, and you really have to watch for those little black stems where they might be in the grass, and you try to stay right on that row. But every once in a while, you, you like to look down to see how the potatoes are coming. You kind of glance down. And when I glanced down, what did I see? I was plowing up Hershey bars. <laughs> Whoa, I said to the horses. I looked at them, and there's all paper wrapped. There was even some baby Ruth bars in there. <laughs> I plowed on a little more, and then I stopped, and I was getting a whole armload of them Hershey bars. I was getting a whole armload of them, and, <laughs> and so I just getting a whole big armload when I woke out of sleep. I thought, my, that was a good dream. <laughs> I thought about that a while. And <laughs> then I went back to sleep again. And when I went to sleep again, you know what? I dreamed the second time. I dreamed I was still plowing, still plowing a Percy bars. When I woke the next morning, I had such a good feeling. The Lord wants to teach me a lesson. If I just keep my hands to the plow, I'd be uh, plowing up sweet and good things. <laughs> I wasn't plowing up sneaky snakes. I wasn't plowing up uh, uh, sharp rocks or stinging nettles. But I was plowing up sweet and good things. <laughs> and I had that feeling I just wanted to plow all day. <laughs> Hallelujah. I went to church that night and where I was holding this revival meeting. So I told him about my dream at church that night. A, a little boy came to me after a service. He said, uh, Brother August, you really had a good dream. <laughs> he must like them Hershey bars too. <laughs> so, and so uh, uh, two or three nights afterwards, I was, I was back at the door shaking hands after service while the people were leaving out. 
One handed me a sack, and I was busy shaking that. After everybody was cleared out, I kind of looked what I got. And I looked, and what did I get? A sack of Hershey balls. I thought, my dream is already beginning to come true. <laughs> but I went to that meeting I was speaking about, and it was just like my dream. I had, I dreamed of a plowing of Percy boys two times that night. And I had two services a day, and the Lord has sweet and good things coming up in every service. <laughs> Hallelujah. In those ten days we were there, uh, uh, the Lord took all the dread and drag away. God knows how to do it. He'll meet our need if we put our trust in Him. You might wonder about them Hershey bars. Well, they're long done and gone. <laughs> but there's something about God just uh, uh, continues on. <laughs> Hallelujah. He'll give you help when all else is gone. God, He said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. How good it is if you stay with God, if you stay with His people. Like a bunch of bananas, as long as they stay together, they get along a pretty good. But if one gets separated and laying over here, he's liable to get peeled. <laughs> How true that is! If you stay with God, stay with His people, you can make it. But if you separate yourself, get off over there, the, uh, the devil's going to jump all over you. Oh, he knows where you are. He'll jump all over you. God is so good to us. Hallelujah! If we just put our trust in Him, He'll help us all of the way. And when I was a little boy, what I started to tell a while ago, I'd want to speak. I'd hope someday I'd be able to speak like others do. And But I'd get up, I'd get up strong as I knew how. And I'd go to give my testimony. And, I, and as you know, there's those special words I get hung if they started with the wrong letter. And so I'd get up and say, I know I'm stitch, 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 stitch. All I wanted to say, I know I'm still saved, but I couldn't say it that way. I know I'm still stitch, 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 stitch. I'd back up and get my breath and start all over again. I know I'm stitch, 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 stitch. I'd have to take my seat. The next testimony meeting time, I'd get up again. I know I'm stiff, 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 stiff. I know I'm stiff, 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 stiff. I'd try it the second time. If I couldn't make it, I could take my seat. <laughs> the next time I was up again. In fact, I never missed a testimony service in a home church for over a year and a half or two years. I believe that's the reason why God has been helping me so much. I believe that is the reason why. It's the goodness of God. Why some would come to me and he said, Why, Brother August, I don't see how you do it. My testimony, I hardly ever would get those words said. My testimony never was any longer. But every in my home local church, 
I'd get up and give my testimony. Maybe I'd go visiting some other churches. They're not very seldom give my testimony. One time they had a testimony meeting. It was the young people's service. And I was in that class. And they had some rows of benches on the platform. And I was sitting in that row. They had started off. I punched a buddy next to me. I said, when it comes my time, you jump up and give your testimony. I don't think I'll try. And when it got closer, he said, you be sure you jump. No, he thought I should try to give my testimony. A voice had told me I'd just stutter myself down. Oh, nobody, you won't do nobody any good. All you do is stutter yourself down. When it got close to me, I punched him again. I said, you be sure you jump up. No, he said. And when it come my time, he didn't jump up. So I got up. Just like that voice told me that I'd stutter myself down. But it didn't tell me how good I was going to. How good I was going to feel afterwards. God, he can reward you so abundantly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, if we just give, someone would say, Brother August, I don't see how you do it. But maybe I can tell you a little bit how it was. Because that's just a secret between you and God. But I can tell you a little bit how it was. You know, I might have had a hard time giving my testimony. I must stutter myself down, and the old devil jump all over you. Say, well, you can't give a good testimony like you've tried a long time. You just didn't work with, but I just still stay in there. <laughs> but after I'd go to bed at night, I'd lay my head on the pillow, and I'd say my good night to the Lord. Lord, if I die tonight, I'm glad. I'm glad I gave my testimony. My heart would just go to burn. <laughs> I couldn't wait till next testimony meeting time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, God will hear you cry. Oh, when I was in school and when I was stuttering so bad and I didn't think there was any use of me going to school. I was on my way home. I was going to have to give that speech lesson. That's what I was telling you about a while ago. And so I looked at speech lesson. Every word seemed to start with the wrong letter, just like a, a Peter Piter pig. away but he did speak words of encouragement he said all you do is walk with God one step at a time all you have to stutter on is one word at a time one word at a time that looks so easy when the devil he'll make it look so big you can't make it You have so many things coming up.
you just as well throw up your hands. Like one lady come to a pastor, I can't make it. There was a pendulum clock hanging there. He said, there's a story about the pendulum clock. It began to count up the times it was going to have to tick tock. And the number got so high, it got so high it couldn't even uh, count anymore. It's, I'll never make it. But when the clock stopped, it thought all I had to do is to tick one clock at a time. It started up again. All you have to do is to walk with God one step at a time. Moment by moment we're kept by His power. If the Lord kept you saved one minute, I believe He can keep you saved a whole hour. If He's kept you saved a whole hour, He can keep you saved all day. If He's kept you saved all day, He's able to keep you saved a whole week. If He's kept you saved one week, He can keep you saved a month. If he's kept you saved one month, he can keep you saved a whole year. If he's kept you saved one year, he can keep you saved ten years. If he's keep you saved ten years, he can keep you saved a hundred years. Or as long as you may. God will keep. But he keeps it moment by moment. One step at a time. He'll give you victory and help. Hallelujah. I'll try to sing you a song here in closing. An old hymn. A wonderful Savior is Jesus my Lord. A wonderful Savior to me. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock where rivers of pleasure I see. Well, He hideth my soul in the cliff of the rock that shadows a dry <laughs> hideth my life in the depths of his love and then he covers me there with his great hand. God's got a big hand. He holds the earth in the palm of his hand. And he covers me there with his hand. Every once in a while I can see him lift up his hand. How are you making it? Amen. Oh, when the old devil gets after you have a hard time, God covers you with his hand. Hallelujah. 
a wonderful Savior is Jesus my Lord. He taketh my burdens away. He holdeth me up and shall not be moved and he giveth me strength as the day. To some, this might only be a song, but to me, it's been more than a song for many years. Because one day it seemed the devil had his guns aimed at me. Seemed to have his bows and arrows. Everything seemed to be aimed at me. I seemed to be his target. I thought he was about going to get me. Uh, The Bible says there's a... We are like a city that's set on a hill. Cannot be hid. And old Satan knows where you are. But as we were singing this song one time, God let me know he knew where it was. Hallelujah. Praise God. With numberless blessings, each moment he crowns and filled with his fullness divine. I just sing. In my rapture, oh glory to God, for such a Redeemer as mine. Hallelujah! (laughs) Because He hideth my soul in the cliff of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depths of His love. And then He covers. I'm so glad He covers. I know He covers. Me there with his hand, and he covers, and he covers, and he covers. When you seem like you're on the outside of the circle, no one seems to understand you. 
And he covers. It, it might be some night at the hospital. Everybody else is gone. But you have some kind of a feeling that you may not be here in the morning, that you might be gone. And he covers. And he covers. The Lord said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. And he covers. And he covers. I could repeat that on all day, but he would still cover. <laughs> Hallelujah. We could never express ourselves too much. God will cover us. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Billy Bray says, when the old devil gets after you, God covers you with his hand. And you can holler, Hallelujah, right out of that hole. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, to witness the the covering of God, the world doesn't have nothing to match it. All the sweetness. <laughs> He's there. He's there. Uh, the lady who wrote this song was blind. And she gave her testimony in this song. How she witnessed the covering of God's hand. She didn't have eyes to see with. She didn't know when danger was nigh. But oh, she witnessed the God's hand that covering that give protection and safety. And in her last verse, she gives her wondrous hope of the tomorrow. When clothed in his brightness, transported I'll rise. To meet him in clouds of the sky. His perfect salvation and his wonderful love. I'm going to shout. Hallelujah. I'm going to shout. Many times I like to do more of it here. But isn't it going to be wonderful when you get home? Hallelujah. <laughs> you might get there. Is this where Brother Lefts made you? Is this his <laughs> cabin or whatever? That's where he's supposed to be. But he's not through shouting yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I won't be by myself. I'm going to shout with the millions. Oh, how wonderful that's going to be. Leaving all sickness and aches and pains 
all behind hospitals and all the discomfort it brings lonely hours leaving it all behind all heartaches all heartbreaks gonna leave them all behind I'll shout how good that's going to be. And more than that, the old Satan that goes about like a wrong line trying to capture you day by day. He's seeking you out. He's watching every move you make. He'll try to get you if he can. He seeks about. He goes about. Oh, the emphasis is on the going about, not on the roaring. Oh, he goes about like a roaring lion. He's a soft stepper. He wants to get you if he can. Don't ever think he'd come at you with a pitchfork. No, he don't come at you that way. He comes at you as an angel of light. He'll try to discourage you. Try to deceive you and discourage you. Try to get you to look back. But one of these days, when them doors go shut, I'll shout. Maybe you'd like to say it with me, would you? I'll shout. Let's all stand and say it. I'll shout one more time. I'll shout with a millions on high. Everybody, here I hide in my soul. In that clear of the rock, that shadow, Sadra, thirsty God bless you. Thank you. Well, praise the Lord. We needed it this morning. We needed just what we've had here in this chapel today. It feels like being cleansed all over again, doesn't it? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God.
You may get a thousand miles from God's Bible school. You may get further in that away from God's will. But you'll never forget. You'll never forget the blessings that have come down from time to time on this hill. You'll never forget the visitations of the Holy Ghost. You'll never forget the movings of the Spirit. What if you experienced and felt and sensed what we're feeling here today? And I don't suppose there's anybody in this house, but what feels something, something. But what if you felt all of this, whether a splash over from somebody else's rich experience and went out from these halls, missed it, missed it. Yesterday I was, Saturday rather, I was taking my little grandson Fishing for a little bit. First time, my second time he'd ever been fishing. He's only two and a half. His grandpa takes care of him along that line. But we we didn't get him every time. We were catching just bluegills, just small fish. But when we'd catch one, he'd reel it in. And I was helping him a little. And every once in a while we'd miss one and he'd say, We missed it. We missed that one. I tell you what. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss that valuable thing. And it's not the fish. It's a God of heaven. But what if you missed it? What if you didn't get what God wanted you to get while you were on this hilltop? What if you were rebellious and let those old uprisings and things that sort of generate out of a carnal heart keep springing up and they trouble you and defile many? Until you when you went to hell, you not only went to hell yourself, but you defiled many with that carnality and took them along with you. What if you went from this hilltop and this, this, these halls and took hundreds with you to hell? You only have to live a short lifetime to do that with carnality in your heart. Would to God you wouldn't do it. Would to God you'd get it settled. Would to God you'd come while you can and get it settled before it's too late. We're only within just a few days of the end of school and camp meeting will be on. But you'll be busy during camp meeting. I've been a student here and I know how it is during camp meeting. It's not one of the easy times for the student body of the staff. But it's now, now, now may be the time and you better get it settled. I wouldn't wait for camp. And if there's somebody else here this morning that needs to get some real unfinished business settled, I want you to just come on out here this morning and get it settled at the altar of prayer while, while we look to the Lord. Just, just let him have his way. Anybody else want to come? Feel free to come. God hears me. Holy Spirit speaking. You got some unfinished business? Bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. Anybody else want to come? It's got some unfinished business. I thank the Lord for the tenor of spirit that's been maintained through the year in the hearts of most of our people. Most of them. I can't say it's 100%. There's been some. There's been some that have played fast and loose. But 
But there's others that have made progress and there's others that have gone forward and gone deeper. But I'm, I'm sorry this morning for the ones that we haven't been able to help. I'm sorry for the ones that God hasn't been able to get to. My heart goes out to the ones that yet haven't yielded. I don't feel like it's as strong as it was at the closing of the first semester. There was so much there. But there's still somebody that's getting ready for a summer that's going to determine your destiny. You're getting ready for a summer that's going to determine your eternity. And I would to God today that you'd let loose and say, I won't take my way and I won't insist on my way and I'm not going to go my way, but I'm going to go God's way and I'm willing to give up today and go God's way. Who is that person this morning that ought to step out right now and say, I, I will yield, I do yield and I will go God's way. Somebody this morning like that. Anyone else? We're going to pray in a moment. Thank you for listening to Convention Pulpit, a ministry of Interchurch Holiness Convention, featuring Wesleyan voices past and present. For more sermons or for more information, visit www.ihconvention.com. This ministry is made possible through the financial support of our listeners. You may give online at ihconvention.com or send your donation to IHC, Post Office Box 99, New Berlin, Pennsylvania, 17855 USA.